What up, what up? LinMD here for another episode of Do-Rags and Stethoscopes, episode 8 to be exact. This week's episode, we are going to be talking about workplace violations, specifically looking into and taking a deep dive on Ime Udoka and the Boston Celtics, also talking about respect for religion in the workplace. We also look at our fallen rappers, RIP and P&B Rock, and so many others that we're going to soon. Besides that, I'm going to be talking to you all about heart health. And, of course, we're going to have Leno keeping us entertained, very much so. Just to, Let's just say my brother loves to eat some chicken, even on live recordings. All right, here we go. My vision is the bag in my white coat. Leno got his do-rag and lick, got his stethoscopes. Welcome to do-rags and stethoscopes. Welcome to do-rags and stethoscopes. Wave tsunami when they crash, current strong, it's a rip If you're not feeling well, I might just have to write a script Welcome to Do Rags and Stethoscope Welcome to Do Rags and Stethoscope People are gonna think that that's business as usual Welcome into another episode of Do Rags and Stethoscopes As always, I am the Lit MD here with Leno, the Wave God What's happening? As always, we have our production team with Brick. Shock is so nowhere to be found right now. <laughs> Yo, what's up? Hey, what is up, everybody? All right, so today we wanted to hit on a couple different topics, as we always do. One of the big things that we did want to talk about to get it started off with was going to be conduct in the workplace. As some of you may or may not know, our beautiful Nia Long, she was cheated on by Ime Udoka. Now, granted, they weren't married. There's a lot more details that are coming out about this. What we know to this point is that the Boston Celtics decided to do uh, what is either a month or several months of an investigation looking into this gentleman's conduct in the workplace. So we wanted to talk about conduct in the workplace in general. Um, just to set the scene, Ime Udoka is the um, he was a finals head coach for the Celtics. Uh, you know, black coach, he was doing his thing. The team was eating. Obviously, he was eating more than just basketball, though. Also, he has been engaged to the lovely Nia Long since How about you know he 2015. Eating? He a grown-ass man. That's what you do when you a grown man. You handle your business. That's how I know. I have to say, if anyone on this podcast denies what they do, then you are a liar. But they have been together since about, I think, 2011, 2012. They were engaged since 2015, never officially married. And then Dokes got caught up in a scandal. They said that first it was, you know, inappropriate comments. So I don't know if Shardy won't feel them no more. But apparently they went ahead and did the dirty. Is that what y'all got out of this? Or is there more details that I'm missing? I don't want to keep getting details and pieces of the story. I want to know what happened. Because if it was sexual misconduct at the workplace between two employees, there should be another employee that that gets in trouble here that faces a year-long suspension assuming that they're still with the franchise or they hold some type of position of value with the franchise then if that's the case then both people need to be suspended for the year if they can suspend them for the year well i can't speculate that that other employee was not you know what i'm saying well i i haven't seen anything come out and say that 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 employee was but obviously one is way more popular than the other one is the no, head they coach said, they said they were not um they're I will give uh, the Celtics their kudos because they are very, like, secretive when it comes to the female in this. 
because they don't want to put anything out. They even talked about the stuff, the speculation on Twitter. They're like, we don't want to throw anybody under the bus. This is a situation. This is the head coach that we're dealing with. And they're just trying to keep everything under wraps. I mean, the report came out. Neil Long didn't even find out that this stuff happened until, like, last week. And they've been doing this investigation for months. That's just odd, though, because if it – did they actually have sex? Like, did that come out? Uh, I am not 100% sure. I haven't seen anything. But I feel – I think – that the biggest issue was he was in a position of power and she was in an inferior position. So <laughs> it's more of an abuse of power. Are you talking about in the bedroom? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, a, like... I don't no, think that's, that's a, a matter, thing. for real, for real. No, that's a big thing. So it's like, I mean, I no. know in the Army, if you no. are higher-ranking, because you're you're in a position of power. It's like How a does, college, professor, college professor being with a college student. Because you are in that position of power where you can make things happen for that person. You can change things for that person. That's not you the same. You can't go to – that's not the up. same, though. They're both employed, and they both receive money from the Celtics organization. If you're talking about student and teacher, that's different. No, but if, he is in a position of power. There's a lot of rules and regulations, like in the government, in the military. If you are a higher this ain't the government or the This ain't the government or the I military. Know, but this I'm is just a saying, private from organization. My, from my experience, there's uh-huh. – rules that are written if you are a position of power because people like to use quid pro quo tis, uh, tit for tat so he could be like hey i know you're not supposed to be flying on all the trips but you know we could do something and you get to go to every game now you're going you're traveling to 82 games stuff like it, that it's not the okay so there's a code of conduct within this private organization known as the boston celtics if they have a code of conduct i agree with leno both employees need to adhere to that and obviously there's still more speculation that's coming out within that but when we're talking about and to go to the broader topic so brick i hear you if you're talking about conduct in the workplace it does depend on what your workplace is right if it's military where it's a different set of rules and regulations if it's a federal government position where it's different well, you could utilize that. But if it's a if it's a team, it's a privately owned organization. The owner of the Celtics or the family that owns that organization has set their rules in place. Both individuals are at fault because the last time I checked to have sex, it takes two people unless they're calling it statutory rape. Because the main thing they've been saying, Leno, you saw it. They kept saying it was consensual, right? Exactly. So if it was consensual now, if if the young lady, whoever the young lady is, if she's not with the team anymore, then okay. I mean, I guess you can't punish her because she's not with the team. Whatever. But if that's the case, then regardless, we should know the extent of what happened. Of, of the We don't even know for certain or in detail what the situation was or what rule that was broken. The Celtics didn't confirm that in their, in their press conference. It exactly what rule was broken to where Udoka has to sit for the entirety of the season. If there was some clarity on exactly what rule was broken, maybe people could formulate an opinion on it based off of the facts of what happened. But as long as there's just this speculation going out and around about, it doesn't do anything but make everybody look bad, and it doesn't do anything but make Udoka look worse because his name is just getting drugged through the mud between all different type of rumors, stories, true or made up or otherwise so i mean if i was udoka i wouldn't even i wouldn't take the punishment personally especially if there's no guarantee that they're gonna keep me after this year but 
back to your point as far as a position of power, yeah, he's the head coach. If he's a, if he's playing that card, well, yeah, I'm the head coach or I'm in some type of position of power, and we going to trade privileges for sexual favors, then that raises more to, more so into a predatory action, which flies the rumor of was there some, some type of sexual assault that took place or something along that line that Boston's just trying to cover up. Because if there's a consensual act, there's nothing that the Celtics need to get out in front of. And that was a word that they used in their press conference and that came up, you know, in the rumor mill as far as what was going on with everything. It was something that they needed to get out in front of. You don't need to get out in front of anything that's not illegal. Um, you don't have to get anything out in front of anything that's not, you know, damning as far as your bottom line of the Boston Celtics. Two grown people from my, we, I mean, we can't even confirm. Two grown people may or may not have, have had a consensual relationship. And because of the policy that the Boston Celtics has, he has to sit for a whole year. I mean, if it was laid out like that from the jump, I think all of this would have been swept under. I don't, I'm not even going to say all of it would be swept under the rug, but it'd be a lot easier to digest and get through as opposed to trying to sort through the rumor mill of what is and isn't true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you said they shouldn't have jumped out in front of anything if it's not illegal. But the thing is, if it's immoral or unethical, that's a big deal. So that's why they're jumping out at in front of it because they want to step ahead. I mean, like you said, we don't know what happened. We don't know what's going on. But again, they, well, let me let me chime in real quick because I I think so. Brick, I think you're missing the point of. We know a little bit more in terms of they can't. They already the first thing they said was that it was consensual, <laughs> right? So them coming out and saying consensual, they're already saying that it was two consenting adults. Okay, so on that same note, right? We can agree to disagree in terms of what has been released, what we know thus far in terms of what Udoga has and has not done. But here is another example of a workplace violation that I want y'all to bring up, and this is drastically different, but drastically the same in terms of a large, high-powered sports organization. Jerry Sandusky in Penn State. They wanted to get out of here, but they covered up what he had done. And the reason why I'm saying that is the reason why I'm saying it's drastically different. I think it's blatantly obvious why it's drastically different. The reason why I'm saying it's the same is because you have a, a high powered sports organization. They can cover things up or they cannot. They can get out in front or they cannot. But they have a policy that's in place. Now, granted, Sandusky committed a crime. So that part is drastically different as well. He was a child molester. But what I'm talking about is in the way that the organization handles it. If you're talking about misconduct in the workplace, do you go with your own internal policy or is it obviously, mind you, there's a difference when a law is broken. If there's no law that's broken. So say, like, instead of looking at Sandusky, look at what Paterno did. So that law, that law only works in theory is if something or that theory only works is if a law was broken. Um, if you know moral and ethic is you can get in, you can argue all day morally morally and ethically you know some people morally might be a little bit built a little bit differently than mm-hmm. other people you know what I'm saying but whether it's law on the book or franchise policy on the book you know the policy is the policy you might not like the policy you might mm-hmm. not agree with the policy you might think the policy is stupid um, it's funny 
watching ESPN and they talk about, you know, two adults having a consensual relationship and Stephen A going back and forth about, you know, the NBA and other professional leagues or whatever, whatever, you know, the fraternizing, I'll use that, I'll use that word that takes place in between coworkers, you know, people who work in the league all the time. Shoot. It's like I said, and, and that gets me to my point. It was, it's funny seeing somebody talk about, you know, what's allowed in an organization when you got a, in your, if you're Stephen A, you're sitting beside a co-host who got married and divorced now to another ESPN co-host already. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Burn to so, Jalen Rose and, um, and, and Molly lady's name. Yeah. Molly, um, I don't know how to pronounce her last name, but they call her Molly. You know Molly. Hey, real talk, real talk. She asked Stephen A, I think it was Thursday, Stephen A, how do you say my last name? He said it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know what I'm saying? But, but, uh, but that's my point. You know what I'm saying? Depending on where you go or where you work at, that policy might be a little bit different. Because I know a lot of people who have where that policy, there isn't a policy like that. And they work, to, and, you know, people get together and get married. You know what I'm saying? Because they end up meeting each other on the workplace or something like that. And some environments you go to, some places, workplaces you go to, it's no tolerance, none of that for whatever reason. Like you said, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, to get out in front, to be proactive or whatever the case may be. But um, it kind of just depends on the situation. It doesn't work out for him in this situation because he's suspended for the year. But as far as I'm, I don't even have much gripe about the policy if that was the policy on the book. But if that's yeah. the policy, if the policy is what the original rumor was that he had a consensual relationship with a coworker, while I don't, uh, I think the rule is dumb. I mean, the rule is the rule. But again, that would be a lot easier to digest when you dance around the topic when you don't really dive into. You, it's not even a matter of diving into detail because you don't even have to at this point. You don't even have to disseminate the other party as much as we would like to know that if it was consensual and if no foul play wrongdoing was involved, then just say that. And he broke a rule. He broke one of our policies and we got this policy in place for what we don't even have to say what you got the policy in place for. But he broke this policy. This policy deems you got to sit for a year. That's it. It really doesn't have to be what it has turned into, and I feel like the Boston Celtics have made it a thing. Because what do you feel like it's turned into? Are you talking about the the? I feel like you know how I feel about the the media. You know how I feel about the NBA. I feel like it's either a homosexual cover up or it's a sexual assault cover up. Because my first thought, my my immediate thought was a numbers was a numbers game was my immediate thought if i was thinking it was somebody like that he interacted with staff wise my first thought was oh he was fucking with a coach or a trainer or somebody mm-hmm. it was it, like it was some wild outland like some wild stuff that you gotta really dance on eggshells to type to talk about type stuff is what i thought that, that was the first place that i went to because i would think that would be the only if it was consensual and heterosexual who cares i mean as a society i mean honestly in this day and age it wouldn't have mattered it wouldn't have mattered if it was homosexual as well they probably there's there's more bent honestly i don't think they would have covered that i'm gonna be honest with you i I don't think they would have covered up that i respectfully disagree 
I disagree. I disagree I, with you. I, I but we, I mean, we can agree to disagree. I don't think it's the sexuality of it. I think it's the nature of a head coach that broke a conduct policy. So I think one of the things is I'm not, and I'm not on the Celtic side with this. I'm also not on the NBA side, but I think it's because the pol- say if the policy is already written, as you said, that you have to be, you have to be suspended from work for a year or for an extended period of time when something like this happens, they had to get in front of how do we state that our head coach. So think about it like this. If this happened with Steve Kerr, right? There's no way to slide something like that under the rug that your head coach is about to be suspended for a year. Cause you know, immediately the media is like, well, what did he do? Yeah, right? nah, and so then they say, okay, saying. he had a consensual sexual relationship. A, yeah. You suspend a guy for a year. Don't matter what policy it is. You know what I'm saying? What you got on the books or whatever the case. There's maybe, questions to be You're going to suspend your head coach that just took you to the NBA finals in June. You're going to suspend him for the entire season, the upcoming season. Something crazy had to have go down. I, feel I don't, but that's, go ahead, Brick. I was going to say, I feel that this is a bigger story than it is because, yes, I've mm-hmm. worked in, I worked in places where there is no fraternization. Unless you were already dating prior to coming into this organization, this company or whatever, there's no fraternization. Because I understand because it can, can, it can cause issues in the workplace. I've seen it. Everybody has seen it. But I feel because he is the head coach and and in the organization is literally like the owner, partial owner, and then like shareholders. And then you get like the GM and then the coach. Like he's easily top five, top 10 in that organization. And because he got caught, they have to do something because if that story leaks and the Celtics did nothing, it's going to be way worse for them as an organization. Because they're going to be like, you knew that this was happening, but you did nothing about it. How many times have we heard stories where something has leaked out and it was a cover up? And now that organization is facing backlash because think about it. Penn State. Yeah. Michigan State. Penn Penn State. Like if you look at it, if something. Well, Michigan State was absolutely disgusting. Not (laughs) to cut you off, but I got not to cut you off, but I got a question. The difference again, we bring it up illegal activity like predatory activity if that was not the case if this was a consensual relationship what difference does any of that what what difference right, does any so of that make because you're about to hold on because you're about to suspend your head coach like i said if even if the policy is flat like if it's clear as day the policy right is a difference between all right and this is not i'm bro i promise i'm not throwing rocks at you at this point but say uh like all right take the steelers with what happened with Roethlisberger, right? If that's the policy, not not what Goodell said, but say the Steelers had a policy in place that you have to sit for a year, how, you got to explain that you suspended your quarterback for a year. So do you want to get out in front of that, or do you want to lag behind it and just be like, ah, he, you know, he just like, well, that's lay, what, like, yeah, I mean, but that's what I'm saying though. You can't just you're not gonna just suspend your head coach for no reason. I don't like it would it's a big deal because he went to the finals last year, but it doesn't matter if your coach, you know, if you're tanking last year, you're going to suspend your head coach for the entire season. That's going to be, that's going to break news regardless. Yeah. So the reason there's got to be a reason for that. And to be honest with you, if they're not, if they're not going to suspend him, if they're, or even if they're going to fire him, 
they don't have to if they fired him, if they didn't retain him, they don't you know, we could we could argue until forever about what the real reason why they decide, they mutually agreed to part ways. They did whatever it is that they did. But they're suspending him. They're going to keep him. And then after a year, it's he, he, he could not. There's nothing that he can do or there's nothing that they need to see. This is in their own words. There's nothing that he could do or nothing that they need to see over the next year that's going to determine whether or not he gets his job back. So there's no guarantee or ironclad, you know, Lockhart deal that he's going to be back next year. So if I broke a team rule, let him go. If that's the team rule you got on the books, let it go. But well, if you're not going to let him go, why even, you know what I'm saying? Why even run through the mud like this? Okay, all right. So what I'll say then is we're about to welcome on the one and only Shock. What is up? What in the world are you wearing? All right. That nigga is hurt right now. He Don't is work. struggling he right now. Wow. Struggling. Struggling. All right. So, Leno, I don't <laughs> I want to digress. I also don't want to stay on this topic too, too long. And I'm going to let because I think Brick has something else to say. But what I was about to say is I, I, I would agree with you. if he got fired, I would say, OK, it's more than just what they're saying. it is, Right. And I'm not saying that they're forthcoming with all the information immediately at the end of the day. They're not. I think so. But I, I guess I'm trying to get back because I feel like we're getting off topic. So what are we saying? Are we saying that there's more to this situation or that this is a messed up situation? Because there's two different things. So it's, it's both. Go ahead, say, but, but it's like both. It, it's more to the situation, but they can't let it out because, okay. I mean, what's one thing that doctors hate? Lawyers, because. There's so many, there's so much red tape. The legality is absolutely ridiculous when it comes to this. So suspending him is something that they have, that they are allowed to do. I used to work HR, so I understand. You can suspend somebody, like, quick. It's easy. It's boom. Trying to fire somebody without getting sued or, in the Celtics case, without paying a boatload of money is, that's what they're working on. That's what they're going to do during his suspension. If he quits, they, he just saved them a headache. But he probably has mm-hmm. his lawyer just saying, no, you just need to ride this wave because yeah. they need to figure it out because there's a buyout clause in this or whatever. But it's going to be to that point where he can't just he just doesn't want to up and quit and they can't just fire him right now. So, so you're so telling me they can out. suspend him. You can say you're telling me they can suspend him for a year. I'm not, and I'm not being facetious here. You're telling me they can suspend him for a year with cause, but they couldn't fire him at this at this point in juncture for that same cause. Not immediately. They need to like so firing that call. Like he can sue him, and he could probably his win. contract. Yeah. His contract that he signed. You know, everybody has a con that he's under a contract. There's probably like a different clause from being fired versus suspended. Completely different. I don't yeah. believe I don't believe that there's a clause in this contract. One that he would have missed the clause saying that there's no fraternizing at work. I don't believe he would have missed that clause and then tied into that clause. There, I don't is, think he missed it. No, I don't. I, I don't think anyone was saying he, he think, missed. I think he knew. He knew what he, he was didn't doing. Think he would get caught. That's the yeah. policy, like code and con- conduct. Regardless, if yeah. it wasn't the contract, they definitely went over it. So he would have definitely yeah. known. But, I mean, all right. I, so, so if that's the case. So if that's the case, why wouldn't he lose all his money for void? You so you telling me you can void that rule? Uh, you can void. You can 
you can break a rule in a contract as serious as we're going to suspend you for the year, but that's not a rule that would be a grounds for firing. Like the first step is suspension yes. for a year, not we can't fire you. This is not a fire. Yeah, because yes. it, it's a whole nother deal. And like like Brick is saying, because I'm going through contract negotiations right now for, for my job, it's a whole firing somebody means that you're terminated. You're no longer an employee. You no longer receive benefits. You no longer receive money. Suspension. Uh, you can be suspended without pay, but that I don't think that affects your benefits. Am I, well, it depends on what the contract says, but usually, like, you can still have, like, health insurance and stuff. Yeah, you can still have health insurance and everything. You might not get paid, but you are still covered under them for some of those benefits. So that's a thousand times worse, because if it comes out being worse than what it was, and they mm-hmm. just suspended him, and the only reason they fire him after the fact is because the news got out, then it becomes just a cover-up. And no. if, again, if they were going to cut, you can't cover that up in the beginning and then no. fire so him I, after the news breaks. Well, no, 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 I the feel like start. then you could correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like you're you're more your frustration is coming more from the speculation of like, how bad is this? I think this is really bad. I think there's more going on. And it's because we're all kind of wired, wired. We're triggered yeah. by that Tim Donahue bull where we know that the NBA gets away with a lot. No, that's part of it. But I can't foresee a rule. And if in any in any see, Nick, you Nick, we all you know what I'm saying elementary school, what grades could you break in elementary school where they kicked you out for the whole year? They kicked you out for the whole entire year, and the charge or the the infraction was um was dragging dragging your hands on the wall when you're walking down the hallway or this is one of the worst analogies i have ever heard no so I'm <laughs> no gonna, I'm but gonna, i'm saying I'm, I'm gonna go so don't you in, think it has to be it has to be something serious for you no. to get for you to get if it's in it if it's already in his year. contract if it's All already right. so like there's okay there's a clause in my contract right now i i'm not gonna say actually i don't think i can say what's in my contract but okay i'll talk about my residency contract not the job i'm gonna work but there's a clause for like like usage of drugs and stuff like that, where like you can have to go through a rehabilitation process and it can be like six months. So it's, they're already telling me that up front. It's like, all right, I hit one L and then I got suspended for six months. But y'all and probably I y'all be willing to say you had to do more than just hit one L and you got suspended for six months. You know what I'm saying? This is kind of what we're doing. You like you think he was just smashing, but I do think there's more to it. But all right, y'all y'all chime in. All right, so in the military, like Leno was saying, um, like there's like, oh, there's levels to it. Not really. If you break a rule, there is somebody who's in charge to determine like that punishment. In the Army, there is a rule and regulation that you are not allowed to walk with your hands in your pocket. There is no maximum for that. So say that this kid has been late every day. According to Army Regulation AR 670-1 section, I don't even know, but that's the regulation. He's walking with his hands in his pockets. He has multiple offenses. I can put him out of the military. You got multiple offenses. You got multiple this. You got multiple that. And that I get. I'm cool with that. But I'm saying I can get him. I can put him on trial to get him out of the military for the first time, even if it's not multiple offenses, because there's a rule and regulation that he broke. Or, yeah, and then his in his track record, he's got a li- a laundry list of other stuff that would make that easier. Okay, right? but but I'm just saying. So I can so if somebody does it their first time and this kid has done it 15 times, 
they both are up to the same level that I can put them out. That is the maximum penalty. Kicking them out with a dishonorable discharge for walking with your hands in your pocket. Yes, that sounds stupid, but at the same time, the person who did it the first time and the person who did it the 20th time, they can get the same same thing. Somebody who fails a drug test, the Department of Defense automatic policy is you have to initiate separation from the military with a dishonorable discharge. So this dude could be 18 years in. He could have five combat deployments. He could be a decorated combat veteran doing all this. He fails one drug test. We are eligible to we have to start the process to put him out, but we don't have to put him out, but we have to start the process. This kid comes in off the street. He gets out of basic training. He does his individualized training. He fails one drug test. Nine times out of ten, he's gone. Like, yeah, we're okay. going to initiate. We're going to kick him out. So well, all right. So yeah, then, that's understandable. Well, well, I'm, not, Rick, I'm not arguing I, your logic, but I'm arguing no, the sense of it for sure. Hold on, pause. I really do think that there is a variation, and I get where you're coming from, Brick, but it's it's completely different when you're dealing with the military, which is a, a federal organization, versus the Celtics that are a private organization. So you make a valid point what you're saying, but then for what what I'm saying to Leno, what I'm trying to say is because the Celtics are a private organization, when Udoka signed that contract, he signed their rules and regulations, right? So they probably had like these are fireable offenses, these are suspendable offenses. Even if you don't agree with how long the suspension is, once you sign that contract, because you know he saw them zeros and them commas. I completely understand. I, I mean, I understand it's a private organization, but to that point, he signed that contract. So yes. there's probably some there's issues where he knew some he broke some rules and regulations. Jason Williams, yeah, uh, Jason Williams, he was riding not the motorcycle. Ride, riding the yeah. motorcycle. Yeah, he was not supposed to be riding that yeah. bike. He was not but supposed to be. He got fired. People, how many people ride? Well, I mean, he couldn't time? if he wanted to after a point, but yeah. Yeah, they but didn't, I don't think they had to pay him anything because he was on the bike. So Who even was if it? he didn't crash, they somebody been like, oh, come on, bro, you ain't supposed to do that. But somebody uh, in sports did that besides him too. Like, like Fernando Tatis, he didn't get suspended for his injury where he. Nah, he got suspended he? for performance enhancers. What, what? There's some sport where like somebody got suspended for something Jay that was on Instagram. Jay Williams isn't He's the only example. ones, but Jay Williams is probably the worst because Jay yeah. Williams was probably the highest you know peak guy mm-hmm. and for yeah. him it basically and it more it won't basically it ended his career yeah but you gotta think calvin ridley people- what about that calvin ridley is losing 17 game checks worth of nfl money for for gambling and it but it's a written rule so like it's the same thing so yeah. technically he got suspended for a year but granted no, though so- that's one thing the nfl was like yeah no he gambled they just but i and then i think what you're saying and this is where i agree with if it was as cut and dry as he was leaving another employee, they probably would have just got that out the way. But they're like, oh, they want to protect yeah. the privacy. She's probably suing, honestly. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. There's yeah, probably, she probably about she, to yeah, sue. It would be, yeah, it would be <laughs> her that would sue. And if she's going to sue, why would she sue unless she was done wrong or wrong by somebody? Which leads me to believe it wasn't consensual, which leads me to believe that boss is trying to cover it up. Brick, uh, so- to your point. To your point, Brick, real quick, when you're talking about, you know what I'm saying, the soldier that's getting ready to get thrown out the army with one that's the only got, you know what I'm saying, a hand in his pocket that's done it once compared to the guy that's done it 15 times. Well, if you got both of them at trial, the nigga that's got his hands in his pocket once that's up for trial, yeah, he can get thrown out, but he's going to be looking, feeling the type of way standing next to a dude that they done let slide 15 times. That's how, If it's consensual, Ime Udoka, 
is the nigga with one hand in his pocket. If it's not consensual, Ime Udoka is the nigga that's been standing up there 15 times with his hands in his pocket. It's two complete. It's it's the same thing, mm-hmm. but it's completely different. It's different levels to it. You feel what I'm saying? I think he should be fired for cheating on Nia Long. Yeah, yeah, that's the, that that's was the, the real issue. issue. I mean, court of public that's opinion agree with you. Black Twitter <laughs> has said the same thing. And when it was just that, when it was when that was all that it was, I, I think the story would have stayed right there where it was at. But he really cheated on Nia Long. Like, what is what do you think? Say less. That's all I needed to be like, fire that man. No, I'm joking. Yeah. He makes poor <laughs> Get decisions. Get him out of here. Yeah, he makes poor decisions. <laughs> Obviously. 100% right, Britt. So if we're going to talk about work conduct and misconduct, we got to talk about other things, right? It's, 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 obvious to t- it's easy to talk about things like drugs, right? You take a 12-panel drug screen, you fail it, okay, you get rehabbed or you're gone or the job will terminate immediately if they have a zero-tolerance policy. Sex on the job. We know how they go with that one as well. We were just talking about that in Agnosium with Udoka. Okay. But then there's Shout other things like, my pops. like political and religious beliefs. Okay. So I work with a lot of people that are Muslim. You know, they'll pray. I don't want to disrespect the Muslims, but I think they pray about five times a day and they, they get a deserved break for their, their prayer break. But what about companies that don't respect? like religious practices, or if they say like, you know, this is too outlandish because, you know, there's more and more religions popping up every day. Um, things like, I don't want to even make anything up because I feel like it would be Judaism. Judaism is a Judaism. Oh, Pastafarian. Have you heard about Pastafarians? They no, believe in a spe- I might want to no, do some research. Yeah. My research is very basic. My All, right. All right, hold on. So I'm going to pull it up. shock ready to sign up right now, goddamn. <laughs> let me, right, let so me read the Pastafarian. Rick, are you aware of that one? one no, I, you told me about it, but I know dudism. So, I know a pescatarian. I ain't never heard of uh, a pescatarian. No, Pastafarian. What's about? So, Pastafarianism and the flying. Okay. So Pastafarianism <laughs> and the flying spaghetti monster were created to satirize creationism and, op- and oppose the inclusion of intellectual design and in public high school curriculums. Henderson argues that if religion-based theories are to be taught as science at schools, the flying spaghetti monster whose existence cannot be disproved is valid and worthy. So Pastafarians worship a giant spaghetti monster. And I'm going to send a picture of it in the group. Right, so so you, allow a Muslim to pr- you allow the Muslims to pray as they should be able to, but would you allow the Pastafarians to get a plate of spaghetti? Every five, no, five, five? no, okay. because no. No, All right, Brick. Sure. No. Yeah, I know a guy who became a Dudist priest. It comes from the movie The Big Lebowski. He became a Dudist priest so he can turn his home into a chapel that he is the only member of, and he does not have to pay taxes. <laughs> Dudism. Yes. So where do we draw the line then of what we respect as a religion and what we don't? That's what I mean. Like we're talking about workplace conduct. Like I said. You allow, so we'll allow a Muslim to pray five times a day. We'll allow, you know, we don't work on Saturdays and Sundays because it's a very Christian-based work field in the U.S., so we're off on Sundays where it's a day of holy worship. Can the, can the dudeism people get their dude on and wear sandals to work? Can the pasta parties mm, eat their no. plate of pasta? Also, no. So, the, okay, and I agree with you, but then what if they clap back with you, you know, I'm supposed to have religious freedom. What are you going to say? So your religious freedom 
needs to come in. Thank you, Brick. As long as it is, I want to hear what Little has to say and Shock too. It's gonna be funny. Yeah. Brick, go ahead. Your religious freedom comes in as long as it's not a workplace violation. As long as it's not interfering with your work. Like I know in the military, uh, there is a lot of religions where they grow out their beard and everything, and people got all upset. Oh, you can't wear a gas mask and do all this without. Stop smacking on that damn chicken in the mic. Bro, I swear to God, the fucking mic is muted. So how can we hear you? <laughs> <laughs> this is crushing. I got the mic turned off. I can't have this shit any more turned off than it is, bro. I don't know where it's picking me up from. Click the top mute button again. Click the top mute button one more time. All right. So I remember where I was. Your workplace um, has to work with where you are, like where you work. So if your religion says you can wear sandals, but you're working at a construction site, it's not safe. So you just can't do it. So you need to adjust with your religion or you just can't work that job. So... Okay, then on that same note, and this could probably be true, if your religion says you got to pray five times in a day, you probably can't be like an international pilot doing 18-hour flights, right? Well, it all depends because some... Put it on autopilot. Yeah, I mean, some places they allow you, like, hey, you have a co-pilot for a reason. Mm, okay. So, I mean, it's one of those... Um, if as long as your religion isn't hindering the job, a lot of people are doing that. But if you have a religion where you can only work 30 minutes, well, you need to find a job that only allows you to work 30 minutes because nobody's going to just be like, oh, this is your religion. We have to do that. We don't have to hire you. I mean, in the state of Tennessee, it's a right to work state. They can fire you for any reason. And and they don't have to have a reason why, actually. They can just fire you. So, mm-hmm. I mean, OK. So then on that same note, what about someone's political background? Uh, Shock, what do you think? If somebody is like super right wing or super left wing in in your in your field of work, would that affect things, you think? Or the type of people that you recruit, would that affect them? Well, I would know that shit, though. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't care. Damn, that's. I'm passing that one on, dog. Leno. I mean, if they was far right wing or far left wing, we probably wouldn't get along anyways, because you're too far off the spectrum anyways. Okay. I don't need to get my head beat in literally by a clan member on one side and then get my head beat in on the other side for somebody who's mad at me that I didn't, you know, march in the pride flag parade this year or something like that like i don't mm-hmm. i want to be right in the middle you know what i'm saying so that's not mm-hmm. gonna work for me and brick i mean we were talking about this earlier um it's one of those things like there's rules and regulations in the workplace where you're not supposed to talk about certain things so so as long as they don't bring it to the yeah job. as long as they don't all bring i it know up, is all I know is I was excited when somebody said something about pastafaria, and I thought somebody that made a religion where all you got to do is eat pasta and smoke. And I definitely wanted more information on that. But if you're telling me the whole point of the religion is just to make up religion. Yeah, it's, it's satirical against so, like Christianity and their beliefs. So you were dumb for taking the time out of your day, because I'm sure it only took you a couple of hours of your day to create the whole religion. 
And then your dumb, your double dumb for following behind made up cookie monster, completely made up cookie monster religion. And we're going to call it that. Okay. I kind of side with Brick where my thing is, in my line of work, as long as you can get the job done, I don't really care what your beliefs are in any sort of way. And when I say I don't care, I mean, it's like, it doesn't phase me. Like if you're a, a blatant racist, Whatever, keep that at home. As long as you take care of this patient, you know, as long as these orders get done. If you are, uh, you know, a strong, strong liberal that thinks that, you know, everything needs to be free and all that, as long as you get that patient a meds on time, no matter so to me. To tell me. So you mean to tell me if mid-surgery Muslim getting a Ramadan on decides that it's prayer number three for the day right in the middle of surgery, you're not going to be like, what the fuck is going on in here in surgery? Well. At that point, I mean, you would probably adjust. <laughs> well, no, let you me answer probably... that. Let me give them the medical answer. That doesn't happen because they're allowed their time to, to pray, so they still know their set time, and they'll know when a surgical case happens. If you're talking about, like, a trauma surgery, that'd be a completely different variation. And even then, they would let you know ahead of time. They wouldn't just step out like, let me clamp the aorta. I'll be right back. No, it'll be as the case is progressing, like, hey, in such amount of time, I need to do this. But, Brick, what were you about to say? I mean, we were talking about it earlier. This is how it came up um, because I was talking about like how some people let their political beliefs or how they feel about certain things affect them and it gets them in trouble in the workplace. I mean, that's how we started with the Ime Udoka situation because there's so many people that like, oh, I'm a soldier. Thank you for your service. But then they find out. I don't care about politics. I'm not big on Trump or I don't go for this and that. And then they're like, oh, screw you. And I was talking to Lit. How many people are like, oh, yeah, I appreciate you, Doc. You did all this. Oh, you believe in the vaccine? Oh, you're terrible. You're blah, blah, blah. <laughs> or for you guys, case in point, you guys went to a college where they're like, oh, yeah, we love you. You played football. You did all this. What? You liked who? You like yeah. Obama? Yeah, exactly. And then they literally go from they love you for what you used to, for what you do. But when you don't fit in their beliefs, screw you. And that. that happens all the time. But now that people are posting it on social media, people are clapping back. How many times have I been on LinkedIn and somebody decides, oh, you're stupid, you're dumb, you did this, you did that. Somebody takes a screenshot and now they send it to the CEO. Now they send it to their boss and now they're mad. Oh, you just going to treat me like that? Well, you're a terrible person. So, and you try to use your offline or whatever you do to get your political, get your advantage in some way, shape, or form. That's why some people like created Pastafarian, this religion, because oh, I'm going to beat the system. But you're really hurting the people who actually have things that they believe in. And that's how I feel. So then, that was the point that we were bringing up: is where do you draw the line to say like? So at least I was able to find a description of Pastafari, right, where they could say that that it was made to be satirical. But if somebody truly believes in whatever it is that they believe in, who are we to set the standard of their beliefs? And that, and I don't think there's an answer for that, really. But I think it's also I you beg know, sometimes you call you got Well, no, and sometimes you got to call bullshit too. Like you're not yes. about to stop to eat pasta every 20 minutes. Spaghetti you're making a mess. What a- does a spaghetti monster even, what, is it supposed to come out the sky and take us to the great, you know, baked ziti bowl in the sky? What is it supposed to do? I 
Hey, what was that place Shock was at last week? That's where they take you, the Chili Place? Skyline Chili. Skyline. You know me? And I thought. Love Skyline. He said the great base in the sky. I heard that Skyline mess you up after. I mean, the battle's worth it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shoot. All right, fellas, moving along. We got to touch on it. We got to talk about it. I'm a a lover of hip-hop. I consume a lot of hip-hop music, you know, to each his own or whatever it is that you listen to and enjoy. But first and foremost, we got to say RIP to PNB Rock. But this is something that I decided on with everyone amongst the group is that we got to talk about all our fallen soldiers. There are so many artists, and I don't, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think there are more musical artists in the genre of hip-hop that die on a regular basis than any other to the point where it's literally become as leno has said at the beginning of this podcast business as usual and i don't want to accept that but to set the scene for pnb rock this man was i think he's in south central south crenshaw something like that i'm not from la but he was he in the was wrong roscoe's he was at roscoe's but he was in the wrong roscoe's apparently they said when you tap in you shouldn't be going to that one especially not flexing he was flexing for those that don't know what flexing is, read a book. But that means he had on, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of jewelry. Somebody pulled up on him, pulled the pistol out, said, give me a chain. Whether he refused to give it to him or not, he still they still shot him and this man died. He bled to death in the Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. It's horrendous that this is happening to our black kings day in and day out and also the queens. But in our genre of music, why is it that in hip hop there's so much violence and why there's so many fallen soldiers? So I'm gonna let y'all take the field. Whoever wants to start with it, but just chime in. Why do you think that they're always getting shot down? So I'm gonna pull a grenade on this one and then y'all take it away from me. Um, hip hop music, rap music is the only genre of music, in my humble opinion, where you have a group of people who come from predominantly violent impoverished low income well impoverished is low income but violent and low income backgrounds and one of two things happen they have a large following group fan friends or family that are still you know on that side or the other side of it is just the culture itself of somebody that looks like you and me you don't, you know, what I mean, you don't hear about country singers getting run up on at the Grand Old Opry. True. I mean, a lick is a lick is a lick if you want to look at it like that. But you don't see country stars getting ran up on at, you know, what I mean, at the at the, Nash, at the Nashville hot chicken spot. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Just because it's a different group. One, it's a different group of people culturally following them. Um, it's a you know it's a different circumstance and situation. I mean, if you really want to dive into it, you're looking at a group of people that cannibalize themselves. And for the most part, if you were this rapper, this entertainer, this musician, this artist, this whatever, in most cases, law enforcement isn't really too pressed about delivering justice, finding your killer. They're damn sure not concerned about protecting you. I mean, hey, protect and serve, but you can't play security to everybody. But for sure, history shows, you know, law enforcement is not as concerned with 
finding the people that are responsible for taking these artists' lives. I mean, the percentage will speak. The percentages speak for themselves as far as how many artists yep. we follow near dear to us that have been, that, you know, have been lost um, bef- well before their time in most cases. And, and Brick has a list. It's just, it people. just is what it is. Brick, go ahead and read that list. We found a whole website, just a database of fallen rappers. But go ahead and give us like, it's like twenty or thirty, however. Just go ahead. All right. So I'm. There's a list on rap.fandom.com, and I literally just pulled it up. And as recently as September 22nd, there was a rapper killed, BFG Strap. I mean, I and don't know who it is, but for the listeners, today is September 25th that we're recording this. Yeah. So three days ago. I mean, you got PNB Rock on here was gunned down September 12th. I mean, what was it? Jada Youngin? Is that who Lit was yeah, talking Jada, about? Jada Youngin got killed. Jada Youngin. I mean, if we just go down the list of just the famous ones, not even just the ones that. Just name them. Just start naming the rappers. I mean, you got Biggie. Pac, Juice World, PNB Rock, Nipsey Hussle, Young Dolph, Pimp C, Pope, uh, Pop Smoke, Jam Master J. I mean, Mac Miller. All these people were killed or died from something, and nobody cared. It was like, oh, only the hip hop community cared, and then they moved. So on. this is either murders or you know death from substances, right? Because Juice World was an overdose. Mac Miller was, was about an to say. overdose. Where yeah, but Mac Miller, the I get, I know what you're him, Yeah, I understand. Mm-hmm. So I understand. Like, yeah, it was overdose. But he was laced with fentanyl, and while he was doing illegal drugs, though, that's the point that I'm making. Yes, doing drugs is not illegal. I think. And I think that's what the lawyer said. Doing so, drugs is not illegal. Having drugs is illegal. I think that's what the law states. Mm. Which is crazy. <laughs> Man, yeah, that's a that's a hell of a way to look at it from a lawyer's perspective. Hey, that's all. But the dude that they, but you know the crazy part about that. How you track down the dude that sold Mac Miller that lace fent and sentence him and put him in jail? Because he was probably talking about it. But still, I get what Leno is saying, too. I get what like, you're saying, but, like, how many times have somebody, like, I think it was the guy who killed Young Dolph. He started talking about it. He was found very quickly. That's, I mean, that was a murder. He shot him. Yeah, but I'm just saying it's one of those. When you start talking about it, you're going to get caught. Usually people that are selling drugs are selling drugs to make a a living or make money for their family. The people that killed Young Dolph weren't trying to make a living for their family. They were trying to kill Young Dolph. That's what I think that's Leno's point. Now, not to digress either way. These are all fallen individuals in in the music game where, you know, we get the RIP shirts. We say, oh, we miss them and then we move on. But. I mean, like we talk about all the time, I don't have the solution for why this is happening, but I want to shine a light on it. The amount of people that have fallen. I mean, we were talking about the list. Pimp C died of an overdose. Never mixed codeine syrup with alcohol. Lil' Key died of an overdose. Codeine syrup. Juice World died of an overdose. Uh, he had a seizure. What is he on? Per- I don't know what they he overdosed said on. The, the story behind Juice World is he was getting stopped at a um, customs was, was getting ready to catch him. They boarded with, his plane. Yeah, they were with, on the yeah, plane. They were getting ready to catch him with whatever he had. And he yeah. took all of whatever he had and he took it all. Yeah. Croaked out right there. Yep. And then Pop Smoke. He shot him was 14. He was getting robbed over his chains, you know, because he was 
posting where he's at and doing all this type of stuff. I mean, I even Jam Master J, like we take it back, he was an old school rapper. He got shot in his head after a recording. Terrible. Uh, on Jam Master J, that's crazy. Bankroll fresh. How you roll up on Jam Master J? His bank bankroll got killed by his partner. I know. Who I was got killed by their partner like that. Um, from New Orleans, Lil Snoop. Oh, he wasn't even on the list. You're right. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, Baltimore, Lord by. Snooty. He got he got blasted too. I mean, you uh, can you can go down the list of this, but it's there's a certain there's a certain culture that comes with hip hop music and us as a mm-hmm. people that you don't get when in country music and rock and roll music. Mm-hmm. And any other kind of music. Pop music. Pop music. Uh, well, in reggaeton, they be having some similar yeah, stuff, again, too. Yeah, but... again, but now, see, now, again, you getting into a different culture. Cultures, yeah. You're right. getting in a, into a whole different culture. And when you got a group of people, there's a culture that comes with that. And with the, ty- the culture of people that listen to reggae, the culture of people that listen to hip-hop, is not the same culture that's listening to country music. Probably not even the same culture that's listening to rock and roll too, for the most part. I mean, there there's plenty of rock and roll artists. We don't have a list right now. Maybe Brick can look it up at some point. But there are plenty of rock and roll artists that do die more from the overdose standpoint. Um, I don't know. It's just crazy that people can die for literally die for their talent. They die as a result of their talent, right? Because their talent is what brings their their financial well-being and their financial well-being is what people become envious of i just don't like i don't it. even think it's i don't even think it's that i think it's just pop smoke when you rock. got That's I, yeah but, I, when, I I, but Go ahead. when you got when you got a group of people that don't have nothing and you see somebody that has something and is just out here careless with it somebody and you know Clearly, there have there are people that have thought this, but somebody out there may or may not be like, man, if all I gotta do is you run a play real quick and I can come up real quick, then it's, then it is what it is. What about the ones that aren't robbers? Like what? Like like Young Dolph, they didn't take anything from me. Then again, then then that's I don't I don't want to say like that's different. Like that's supposed to be some big type of different. Like it's supposed to be some type of big differentiation or or a lack of you know even worse. Try to make one seem like it's better than the other. But sometimes you just have situations where it's just people just out here evil. You know what I'm saying? People just out here doing you, doing you dirty, doing you grimy. And it, and as far as I know. The skin tone of that doesn't really matter or make a difference. It's just one gets romanticized and popularized, and then in turn, you turn that against the whole culture of people as opposed because, I mean, white folk been killing white folk for forever. You know, people been killing people for forever, but it's only when somebody that, you know, looks like you and me killing each other where it's popularized. It's It's got its own term. It's got its own phrase as if the only people killing black people is black people and everybody and nobody else is killing each other. Nobody else is hurting each other. Nobody else is doing anything else to themselves as far as separating it by by um, culture. Yeah. Yeah. Doc, what do you think? You seem like you're in deep contemplation. I don't know, man. I mean, to to uh, Leno's point, 
it's not like obviously all the deaths are wrong regardless but like i think what he, what he's trying to say like circumstances are different in between each ones right so mm-hmm. there is definitely just sen- senseless like absolute like wrong murders but then there's also to his point like i hit a lit real quick for the come up right so a lot of individuals listen to to unfortunately listen to to rap music ain't in the best place right so if there's a way to get come up for your family take care of your loved ones real quick by snatching the chain i get it but like regardless so i it's 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 so terrible. I see where Leno's coming from, though. Yeah, I I think for me, I'm gonna let Rick talk about it, but I've I've seen people that have been shot to death, you know, yeah. in the hospital. I've seen people like in there taking their last breath as a result of this. So for me, I always try to separate the the facts of the situation, the surrounding parts of like what would happen, and actually what is occurring in front of me. Right? I see somebody hemorrhaging out and their heart stops. That's all I see. I don't see that. Uh, this was a drug dealer or somebody that was an attempted robbery or anything like that. So for me, I just always get disgusted by the act that like human beings can be so evil to one another. It's, it's pretty insane. Yeah. It is. Um, Brick, you had anything else to add? I mean, jumping off on from Leno's point, he talks about like hip hop is impoverished and violent. I mean, if you look at it, a lot of music, some of the best musicians come from impoverished whether it's rock and roll whether it's hip-hop and everything but i will say the biggest what about k-pop no i'm messing I, mean, I, I, I can't <laughs> speak on it because i don't know <laughs> i mean we I'm did they did have that tv fall on us so i don't know that you know they go through the struggle they see <laughs> but uh-huh. um i'm just it's one of those things like the violence hip-hop romanticizes violence very and true people get to that point where they're like, we well, going to see if he's really about that. They're going to test him. It's almost like human nature for somebody to test something, to test the system, to see how far they can get. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, who was it? C. Murder. He's still in jail, if, or he's about to get out. I can't remember, but somebody tried to run up on him, and he shot and killed him. Gucci Mane. Yeah, like Gucci Mane. Like, he killed him. It's one of those things because people always want to test them to see where they're at, see who they could do this. And hip hop is that one thing where they talk about it. This is how they live. Mm-hmm. And it basically almost backfired because it's, they, people see it. They want to live it. They want to do it. They want to test it. I mean, because everybody like if you I was going through the list of like all the. Like musicians that have died or been killed. I mean, there's a list. There's a long list. I mean, there's a uh, 27 club of people who just died at the age of 27. I mean, Jim Morrison from The Doors is in that. Jimi Hendrix is in that, and all that type of stuff. Kurt Cobain is in that. Uh, Alana Morrison is in that. So you go through all these. Uh, yeah, Alana Morrison. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But you go through all this, but then I'm going through this list, and there's people that were killed. I didn't even know they were killed. I just knew they died. Like Sam Cook. I didn't know Sam Cook was killed. He was shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you didn't know they killed Sam Cook. I didn't know they shot Sam Cook. Justifiable homicide. But like I'm going through the list. It's 
It's crazy. How Archie like, Eversol. Remember him? Yeah. Ready, what, what? What? Yeah. His brother shot him. Yeah. I mean, but like we go through all of, all of this, but out of all the music genres, everybody comes from a struggle. So like you have to go through something to be singing like that. Except K-pop. Yeah, except K-pop apparently. But like Adele, if she didn't struggle, she probably wouldn't be singing that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. but yeah. She can't sing hello from the other side if she ain't never know? been to the other side like that. That's like she Boy, did. when she was singing Rolling in the Deep, I felt that. I was like, dang, who is this? <laughs> All right, so then what? So who are some artists that never struggled? If you had to pick any genre of music, who's somebody that they never struggled? Drake. <laughs> <laughs> he has never seen a struggle in his life. That was quick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. I don't, I don't know. I mean, right? Yeah. But like, Lowrider has never seen a struggle in his life. For real? I mean, he grew up in Florida. I think he did. Yeah, he, I mean, yeah. you go to Florida. You haven't been to Florida. Go to Florida. You'll see. If it's you just it's a struggle just to live in Florida. I mean, he started out his career doing stuff, doing shows in Panama City Beach. Yeah. You've been to Panama City Beach. <laughs> you struggling there? <laughs> I'm thinking more like like Madonna. She ain't never struggled. She ain't go through nothing. Did she? I don't know. I thought she had some Madonna problems. don't rap though. Are we talking just rappers? No, I, I said mean, in, I said any oh, musicians. Oh, muses, musicians in general that have musicians that haven't struggled. Because Brick's point mm-hmm. was that in a lot of different genres, everybody goes through struggle. I don't think Dolly Parton dealt with that much, did she? I think Kenny Chesney probably ain't did nothing. They ain't had to do nothing. They ain't been through nothing. Yeah. I don't know. I I know Dolly Parton's like she's getting a lot of backlash now. Oh, she got her some titties. I mean, she literally. She, <laughs> I'm saying though, what do? We... <laughs> All right. Um. No, no. Somebody, was, was she explain, back, yeah, somebody she explained to me why Dolly Parton. Why somebody would have beef with Dolly Parton. Uh, because she like supports so much stuff and people don't like it because they feel like she needs to be yeah, all the way right or them, all the way left. Titties. No, but like she like Same donates to everything, and it's crazy. I mean, granted, I live in the state of Tennessee, so they're all about the country. I'm 30 minutes from Nashville. Everybody rah rah so, about all of it. Is it because she's not racist, or because when somebody do something racist, you say something? Honestly, I think that's what it is. Hey, bro, Hannah Montana ain't never struggled. That's Dolly Parton's God. Dolly Parton is Hannah Montana's. What's her real name? Miley Cyrus. Cyrus. I kept wanting to call her Lizzie McGuire. I knew that. Yeah, Miley (laughs) Cyrus, her pops was a musician. She ain't struggled. Who else ain't struggled? Deion Sanders' kids ain't never struggled. They struggle. No, they struggle as they, like, start in the music, though. Because, like, Justin Bieber ain't never struggled. But then once he got famous, he. You said Miley Cyrus struggled at some point? Nah, Miley Cyrus ain't never struggled. After she got famous, yeah, she had that, because wasn't she addicted to drugs or she was doing something crazy? Because she could afford them good drugs. Like, most niggas can't even afford drugs. So what y'all define as struggle? If you smoke crack, you struggled. If you smoke cocaine, you could afford that coke. Miley Cyrus, she ain't struggled. I mean, okay, so struggling with addiction is one thing. I'm talking about struggle like Miley Cyrus was never in the gutter. 
know what I'm Respectfully, saying? Miley Cyrus could have been struggling with crack because she looked like the type that would fire up a pipe maybe once or twice, but she can afford it. You know what I'm saying? So there yeah, ain't no struggle. It ain't no, there's no crack. There's no struggle to drugs, to drug addiction, if you know you can afford the drugs that you're addicted to. And if her isn't that what happened to Whitney? If her bread, if her bread, she say crack is for Bobby Brown, Rick James, they all struggle with addiction. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. I wouldn't know personally. Yeah, no, heck, no, you can't touch that powder. Yeah, me neither. Um, yeah, I mean, all right. So in hip hop, anybody that didn't struggle in hip hop, you'd be like, nah, I ain't no way he struggled. Besides Drake, we got Drake as our number one. If we had to make like a top five of who didn't struggle in hip hop, uh, P Diddy kids. Yeah, they even in hip hop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, King Combs. That's like King Combs, right? Now that's the case. So we got to do Run DMC kids. All right, all right. Let's not do legacy then. How about we don't do legacy? Because Drake, his parents weren't like. All right, so Drake would be our one of one. Number two. Wait, what? Wait, Drake, Drake's, Drake's pops was in the industry, wasn't he? He's still one of one. I don't care what, what? you say next. He's still one of one. I mean, <laughs> but he won't. His pops, from what he say, his pops weren't really in his life when he was a kid. So, but his mom was an actor, right? Actor. He was the actor. All right. We're saying that he didn't struggle anyway, so y'all just proving my point. Uh, does Will Smith count yeah, as hip hop? He didn't struggle. Well, he did struggle in Philly. He was actually. West Philadelphia, born and raised. Born and raised. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah I, I even give him more struggle than Drake. That's sad. Um, I was thinking more about Tribe Called Quest, but you can't tell me no niggas from you know what I'm saying rhyme, from definitely. New York. Yeah, yeah, you can't tell me no niggas. I um, said a tribe called Quest, and the first person you thought of was Busta Rhymes. Don't do, he don't was be the lead. He was the lead rapper. Are you kidding me? Of a tribe called Quest? Yes. What? Hold on. What? I I, I no. no. I'm tripping. Was Wasn't not, Tribe yes. Called Quest with Q-Tip? Q-Tip was in it. Yeah, Busta Rhymes was in Tribe Called Quest, bro. In he, scenario, he was in the song, but a tribe called Quest was made up of Q-Tip, Fife Dog, Fife Dog. Ali Shaheed Muhammad and later Consequence was technically a part of the group. But really, a tribe called Quest is made up of What's one in it? Q tip, Fife Dog, Ali Shaheed. Let him know, man. Let him know, let up. God okay. dog. Hey, tribe called Quest is my favorite group, dog. That's like my they in my top five all time. Okay, I'll give you that. I was I, wrong. Yeah, Tribe. Now, now he Busta Rhymes became Busta Rhymes for lack of better words when he hopped on, on a scenario. scenario, and they was all cool. You know what I'm saying? Like clicked up or whatever. But when it the group itself of Tribe Called Quest was just really those three dudes in it. I don't count Consequence as the fourth. Even okay. I give you that. I, I knew count. I knew Q-Tip was in it. Definitely. Yeah. I yeah. Okay. All right, back to the struggle list, the non-struggle list. All right, so we got Drake is number one. Yes. Machine Gun Kelly is number two of Never Struggle. Macklemore I don't know is if number Machine three. Gun Kelly can be on that list because he seems like the poor man's Eminem, so that just seems like extra meth. Any from Cleveland? Extra meth. Cleveland just seems like a horrible place to be from. 
It ain't no scene not like not it. Cleveland, Cleveland is a horrible place to be from. Oh, I don't even count this snitch nigga as a rapper, but 6 9 he ain't never struggled. He definitely struggled. Nah, he definitely struggled. I watched that I watched that documentary. He was fine. He made that bitch. whole persona. Yes, yes, I agree with all that. I'm saying he didn't struggle. Oh y- y'all saw he got jumped in uh somewhere in Europe. Y'all see that video? Nah, I ain't seen him no. get jumped nowhere. Bruh, so he was at a he was at he went to some club and asked the DJ, I think it was in London, he asked the DJ to play one of his new songs and the DJ said no. And as soon as the DJ said no, somebody just sparked him and he got the jumped DJ? by like six people. No, or to, the, or the DJ nine. was in the act of telling Six Nine, "No, I'm not gonna play your music." And then somebody punched Six Nine. He got jumped. And like the Snapchat video that I saw on Twitter was talking about bros. How do they say mountains getting beat on? Bros getting stomped out. You know, they talk with that accent. <laughs> like, see, that's why I can't nobody take y'all serious. <laughs> mountains want to do me. I'm like, what? Can't nobody take who serious? The British. Yeah, fuck the British. <laughs> All right. Uh, I say that now. Shout out to our British viewers for real. What's up? Yeah, I fuck Shout with out to all our UK viewers. It's Tuesday. Adele. Ten of biscuits. It's bloody Tuesday, isn't it? Hello, governor. <laughs> all right, all right. Let me get my medical minute on. The medical minute. All right, something that I want to talk about that I deal with every single day. First, I'm going to pitch it out to y'all so y'all can tell me about it. But what do y'all know about heart health in general? Give me the, like, 30-second synopsis. All right. First, uh, Leno, what do you know about heart health? What type of broad-ass spectrum question is that? What do I know about <laughs> heart health? Like, do I know my cholesterol levels? Do I know that hypertension runs in my family? Do I have okay, any good. history of cardiovascular good. disorders? Good. What are we talking about? That, all that works. All right, Brick. What do you know about heart health? I know that you need to have low cholesterol. I know that your heart rate can't go past 220, so you do 220 minus your age. And if you're exceeding that, you're going too hard in your workout. I also know that the American Heart Association probably did not endorse Cheerios, but they jumped on that. So, yeah. All right, Brick, what do you know about heart health? You just asked me. Oh, my bad. I'm in shock. Sorry. <laughs> I know that the heart is important. Uh, the heart pumps blood into the rest of the parts of your body. Uh, so you better take care of that bitch uh, by doing, so uh, so by running and stuff. Aerobics. Shit. Oh, I do have another thing to say about heart health. Mm-hmm. It does not control your emotions. So stop when you're like, oh, I'm going off with my heart telling me. No, your brain told you that, you dumbass. <laughs> Leno, you just gonna add one more point? Nah, that pretty much wraps it up for me right there. I'm good with leaving it right there at that. Okay. Yeah. No, y'all, y'all all are spot on. There's obviously more detail, and and I could go deep into it, but this is a medical minute. So one of the things I want to talk about, you know, everybody will hear cholesterol, hypertension, cholesterol, hypertension. But then the next question would be, do you know what a normal blood pressure is? Do you know what an abnormal blood pressure is? 120 over 80. What he said. So that's the thing is like that's like what they what they say the average is, but everybody's blood pressure is different. So if you have that's like what, a 91 year old female 
that weighs 85 pounds, 120 over 80 might be hypertension. She's Caucasian. No, I treated black ones too, but <laughs> that might be abnormal. So the point that I'm making for y'all is that like there's different guidelines. There's the um, United States Preventative Services Task Force. There's the American Heart Association, American College of Cardiology, all these different people that talk about heart health in general. But one of the points that I want to make when it comes to heart health is knowing what to do for your heart health, right? So Leno was mentioning, like, you know, I have hypertension in my family. Okay, what do you do about it? Do you take medication? Do you go see your doctor? Do you exercise regularly? When you exercise, are you doing weight-bearing exercise and cardiovascular exercise? How long are you doing it for? So with that being said, then something that Brick was alluding to where he talked about, like, 220 minus your age, there's your fat-burning zone for your heart rate, whereas 220 minus your age times 0.8, which gives you 80% of that value. All that is good. I've spent years and years studying that. But what I want y'all to know is that to take care of your heart, it first starts with diet. The number one thing is diet, dog, I promise you. When you get old enough where you can't run like you wanted to, where you say you have arthritis, you can't move around, it's, it's dietary. So when you talk about high cholesterol, y'all know the different types. LDL, HDL, VLDL, triglycerides. Do you know which one's good, which one's bad? This isn't to quiz y'all. This is to no. say that there's more to it. So HDL is your good cholesterol. We try to do have honey nut our, should, do honey nut Cheerios affect that cholesterol? They say it does. I've never actually read the studies, but if it's FDA approved, there has to be at least some limited data on it. I can get back to you and look into it. But my thing is the people when I see the people with high cholesterol, we are not at the point where Cheerios is going to do a damn thing. So if they tell me about some Cheerios, I'm like, bro, we way past that shit. Look at hey, in fact, it's, it's regular Cheerios, not Honey Nut Cheerios. That was Honey Nut Cheerios. No, that was the Honey Nut Cheerios ones. are coated in sugar. Yeah, not the, I there. thought it was Honey. Nah, Honey no. Nut Cheerios. <laughs> nah, that's what you wanted it to be. <laughs> no, nah, you saw that regular box. Like, I don't, like, even, I don't want that. I don't even like Honey like talking about. I'd rather it be sugar. But even either way, I thought it was Honey. Honey is sugar. Honey is literally glucose. What? It's all good. Yes. yes. Yeah. Honey and sugar. Yeah, I'm definitely missing that because I thought people use honey instead of sugar because sugar, uh, not sugar, because honey was the healthy alternative. People do what you're talking about. But then when they tell me that, I give them the same look I'm giving you. That's sugar. And then they usually give me the same response you gave me. What? So, so, if, so if I'm diabetic, I can't OD on honey? Can't? No, you can't. Oh, hell yes, you can. No, I mean, I, I'm okay. So I'm saying I can't. Like, I can't use. A, I'm asking you, could I use a lot of honey if I were a diabetic? It wouldn't make. You diabetic? No I would say use no. Yeah, you ain't gonna listen either way. I know the type yeah. of patient you would be. Yeah. I already know how to do. It. I yeah. know exactly what type of patient you. Y'all know be, exactly. Y'all know exactly. You ain't gonna listen to nothing. If if I go on to glory early. Or earlier than maybe I should have. Y'all know exactly why. It's because my health started failing me and I didn't want to change my diet. That's why. Mm-hmm. Y'all already know this. And that's why, thank you for segueing that with this medical minute. So there's heart healthy foods, right? I know y'all are talking about Cheerios. There's something called the Mediterranean diet. If anybody's interested, you can look it up. Um, there's pescatarian diet, but foods that are high in fats, right? Of course, we all know about pork, fried foods. Um, sometimes it's grilled meats like beef included. Chicken is super high in triglycerides. I was heartbroken when I found that out. Right. So that's that will increase your cholesterol. Okay. Then we talk about carbohydrates and sugars. 
So carbohydrates actually are sugars. They're just complex and then they're simple sugars. So spaghetti, like your pastas, then you got breads, white bread, wheat bread, all that type of stuff. The thing about the sugar is that if you don't use it, then it's going to just stick to you and it becomes fat, adipose tissue. Where we start to get problems is over the years, as we continue to have the same diets that we've had when we were more active and younger, we store more of those calories, more of that cholesterol, more of those carbohydrates, and they deposit throughout our bodies, right? Now, the blood vessels that run to the heart, not the ones that pump blood through the heart, but the ones that actually supply the heart, those are the ones that become problematic when we talk about heart health, okay? So, time out. All of the portions of your diet come into play when we talk about heart health, and Exercising is very important. Cardiovascular exercise is important to make sure that you're getting your heart rate up so that you're utilizing that muscle. But what I'm talking about is the deposition of that cholesterol. And like I said, when it becomes a problem, you have coronary artery disease, right? You build up these plaques in your heart. And these plaques are literally years and years of cholesterol that have become calcified and they block the blood vessels that feed our heart. So to make this a medical minute, what I want us to do is look at our diets and then overhaul our diets. If we can go and look at a diet where we could lessen the amount of fatty food that we eat, maybe in even one day, right? If you eat chicken seven days a week, make it six, possibly. Add a salad. I know it sounds easy or simple to do, but the health benefits that it could have can be life-changing, right? I have to preach this to people all the time, but what I want from y'all and especially a lot of our listeners, especially our younger listeners, is to nip this in the bud before it becomes a problem, right? I work in a field where, because I work mainly in ICUs, you don't want to have to meet me necessarily. I'm a cool guy. We can meet outside the hospital. But when I meet people in the hospital and they've had that heart attack, then you see the complications of a heart attack. Things including ventricular arrhythmias, which could be fatal. Ventricular wall rupture. It can result in strokes. It can result in anoxic brain injuries, paralysis. There's so many things that can be caused by this. So we got to take care of our hearts. But these processes, dog, just like diabetes, are long term. There's so much time to get to that point. This is the same thing that I say about people that are obese. And I'm not picking on obese people, but I've had patients that come to me and they weigh 600 pounds and then they get mad at me. And I'm saying, well, what were you doing when you were 400 pounds? Why didn't you address it then? Why didn't you address it when you were 300 pounds? I want us to all be able to address it. So we got to make sure that we look at our diet, everything in moderation, all right? Continue to exercise, but when it comes to the foods, all you got to do is look up foods that are high in cholesterol and try to avoid those as best you can, all right? That's just the one thing I want to touch on in the medical minute when it comes to heart health is that the number one thing for your heart is your diet. Genetics, we can't change. Exercise, I'd love for people to exercise more, but even more than exercise, it's more about diet. That's me. I'm off of my soapbox. Appreciate y'all. Eat what you want to eat to all our listeners. As much as I agree with everything Lid is saying, eat what you want to eat. How are you going to say as much as I agree with everything you want to say? <laughs> the only thing I was making a point of is because Because I'm not going to tell, I mean, I'm not going to say what you're saying is wrong, but you know me, bro. I'm, a, I'm going out. I'd rather know that I'm dying from all the delicious food that I was eating as opposed to knowing that I'm dying from nothing. It's way easier to say that when you're not on death's door, but when you see these people that are in the ICU that had the heart attack from it, all they ever say is, I wish I would have known sooner. I guess You know what I do? I hit them with the Jordan. I guess guess that's fair. But, (laughs) no, hey, go out like you want to go out. I mean, I've always said it, too. Risk risk, risk I'm willing to take, you know? When I'm 50... 
and I check my heart rate, and my heart rate isn't where it needs to be. I, I you know, I can't do math, so I'm not gonna. I'm gonna ask if hopefully I have a, a old lady in my life by then. Tell my honey to do some math for me real quick, and if my heart rate and my age and the the calculations ain't calculating, then you know, we'll make some adjustments. Yeah, and then you're gonna go to the doctor, and they're gonna tell you to change your diet. And what are you gonna do? No. Kiss my black ass. <laughs> <laughs> I love it because he's real. I can't even. I mean, man, y'all I say, know, man. Like I'm telling you, man. If anything happens to me health wise, and the doctor look me dead in my face and is like, "Look, Mister Wood, if you have one more sweet potato pie, the next time I see you, man, it's gonna be in a box. I'm gonna be like, man. I guess I know. I I I, I know what day and when I'm gonna go because I'm not going the rest of my life without a sweet potato pie. That's for certain. It just is what it is. That's deep, dog. That's I'm deep. sorry, man. So what's your son gonna do? Because daddy wants to be selfish and eat that one sweet potato pie, right? Real good point. Yeah, to bring that up. Yeah, I'm not wearing a sweet potato pie too. Yeah, I'll. You know what? Give the pie to me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dog. I was about to. Nah, dude. <laughs> hey, Chuck, you want to split it? <laughs> I was. Yo, I'm we liable. gonna call him on Facetime like, hey, man, I'm liable to snap on a nigga if I gotta sit there and watch you eat a sweet potato pie, knowing good and well I can't eat no more sweet potato pie. I'm liable to just. Haul off and just hit the first nigga I see. You actually bring up a good point though, because a lot of times people are enabled, you know, by their spouses. Like you see it on like uh, my six hundred pound life and stuff. There's people that are providing them with it, but they're not setting the standard, right? If you set a healthy lifestyle in the household, typically everybody will follow, right? The person yeah, that's cooking the meals. So hopefully somebody in my life loves me enough not to let me eat myself to death, but maybe they do love me enough to let me eat myself to death. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, love hurts. Now, now I understand what he's saying because there's those people that don't want to see you suffer. So if he's like fiending for a pie, somebody's gonna be like, "Oh no, I don't want him to hurt," and they're gonna get him a pie. I gotta go, and I'm a and I'm a kick the butt. Yeah, gotta roll. She landed twenty minutes early. Oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> I didn't know she's gonna land twenty minutes early. All right. How long does it take you to get to the airport? Hey, we ain't gonna talk Bye. about that. This is the end of episode I don't know of Do Rags and Stethoscopes. Lit has to run. We enjoyed it. Appreciate all your hard work. And anybody else got anything to say? Anything? 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 Bye, motherfuckers. Yeah, I'm good with that. Of this beautiful land, but that beautiful